I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually do it. it? Makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes you Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day, welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? It is your boy Juzzy J joined in the coach's box uh, to talk all things NRL Supercoach. We're going to recap round six. We're going to have a look at round seven. We're going to talk a hell of a lot about trades, what to do with them, how many you got, how many should you have, what are the different strategies, how's it working for everyone. Um, we're also going to obviously go across the team lists, uh, PPM with Brad Smith, he's back, uh, and a whole bunch more. Berg's got a few rants for us this week, he's rocked up angry. Uh, so yeah, we've got heaps and heaps to get into. Joined uh, in the coach's box, of course, by my faithful companions, we've got the Consta, how you doing brother? Good buddy, how are you? Yeah, very well, very well, just uh, big weekend of football. Uh, yeah, did alright this weekend, so I'm cheering about that. Um you know, just sort of cracking along, but uh, I'm at a stalemate, man. I, I, I just, I don't know what I'm doing with my team. Um, I've managed to save a few trades throughout the course of the year. I've used the boost a couple of times. I don't really have much which I can do. I've got a few players which I'd want to keep, and then I don't really have any downgrade options because I've got players in my team that haven't juiced up yet or, um, you know, players to replace them with uh, haven't come through. So... Yeah, I'm just at this weird sort of point. Where oh, I'm, I'm just... in the exact same boat. Yeah, how many trades you got? I have 34. After trades this week or before, before trades? Week. Before trades this week. Yeah. How many boosts you got? Four. Four. Okay, yeah. So I got four and I think, I'll double check, I think I got 35 uh, trades before I do anything this week. So yeah, 35 before I do anything. I got four boosts as well. So I'm... But like I said, like I got Grant, I got Haas, I got Lolo in the front row. You know what I mean? Like I got Ola Kawatu, I got Defee. There's a few players which I'm missing. My halves, like I don't have Hines, I don't have Cleary, I still have Teddy, um, I don't have Munster. I can't really afford to get to any of them. You know, Schneider. Well, that's, that's a predicament. Yeah, Schneider like, hasn't generated juiced. the cash needed like you. The cheapies haven't even juiced up, or there's no one to downgrade them to that's worthy of downgrading them. So. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm in a rock and a hard spot at the moment, like yourself. Bergs? Boys, how are we? I have less trades than news, but I have not boosted. So, yeah. But I'm in shit position still. Um, Alright, well we haven't really talked about our positions. Do you want to disclose? Like, like what, where, where well, are you, you at? You in mean, terms no, of I mean, like, in, his in, team my wise. team still, like... I'm still not happy with where I'm at. Like you just said, then you've still got the likes of Teddy and and no Nico, no uh, no 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 Nate, no, no Nico. Yeah, there's you know, a few players so that, that's what I mean. Like it, to be in good stead, you'd have at least 
an A for a Nico. I got Mitch Moses, so I'm doing okay there. But still, would be nice to have a, a Nico as well. Oh, well Mo- got- Moses is fattening up nicely to go to Cleary Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not going to be a hard task in a week or two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's. But you wouldn't sell him at the moment. There's just still lots of holes I need to fill in my side before I'm even close to happy. Yeah, you oh, know? I understand. Um, That's I think everyone's going to be in that boat at the moment. So yeah, but. I can see, like, the merit in what you were talking about earlier, like how you can make your team a lot happier by selling one dude. But yeah, well, that's, that's I think, going to be the hot topic tonight, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. But we'll get into that soon, won't we? We will, indeed. Speaking of hot topics, we've got quite a few to go through tonight. We've got the PPM, we've got the TLT, um, the Teamless Twist, of course, from next to Ross Mann. We've got uh, Buy, Hold and Sell, thanks to Julian from Totally Addicted Supercoach on Facebook. Make sure you check them out. Um, so let's start by jumping in to the Buy, Hold, Sells. So who's on Julian's list this week, Con? Okay, well, on his... Sorry. Oh, he doesn't have it loaded. I did have it loaded, but it's just taking a while to bring up for a second. Okay, so on his buy list, he's got Lukey. Yeah, did well on the weekend. Uh, scored a nice try, played 80 minutes, set to, set to be around 340k with a minus 6 BE, solid 50 point odd base plus power, plays Titans, Eels, Knights, Tigers. And he's got Cook. Jeff Straw, is the appeal there? Tass, if he's named, which he didn't get named, unfortunately. And Taff, 24 points in goal kicks. And South CC draw. So, and Nathan Cleary, 150 points. And he just looked effortless for him, so... Yeah, what, what, to, to be honest, when I, when I open the app... I don't open the app during Panthers games. Just my thing. I like to just enjoy the footy, and I'll yeah. check my super coach afterwards. So, I just like to watch the game... Don't, don't want to think about Supercoach too much. Um, but then when I clicked in after the game, because the first thing I do, obviously, after the full-time siren, I couldn't believe he got 150. I was like, what was he in? What did he do? How did he do that? I mean, yeah, I suppose a fair few goal kicks, but... Set up a couple of tries, some forced dropouts. You know, they all add it, up. It's it, tackle bus, stuff like that. Like, it does. It all just sort of racks up. And then, bam, before you know it, 150. Oh, I've got a bit of FOMO, man. I like it. That's it. He's one of the rare people who can put numbers in pretty much every single category in Supercoach, consistently every week. No other player can do that. Oh, he's an absolute monster. Have you got him? No. No, are you getting him? Is he on the list for this week? No. No? He was. He was, he was an option, but I've gone another way. Berks? Not for me. Um, I, I'm just wait. Like, it'd be mad of me. Like, I know points-wise I'm, I'm going to probably lose a few points doing this, but... Mitch Moses has still got a couple of good rises in him. So I, I'm just going to hold on until Mitch's draw gets a bit too much for Mitch, and that's when I probably just clean swap him over. It, it, it's not going to cost me much at all. So that's what I'm sort of hoping for there. Like, Nafe's maybe two or three weeks away, or maybe I'll hold off till after Origin. I'm not sure yet. That's it, but stick with your plan. I mean, that would be the thing. It's just, if you've got a plan... Well, I had that was my plan when I brought Moses in from the start. I'd have Moses to probably 10. I was hoping for Nafe to come back around 5 and be a bit shitter than he was, but he hasn't, so it's going to be one of them things. I don't see him going to 1.2 million Tommy money, but I can see him easily sitting around his 900, so it's up to Mitch to maintain. 
for me to get up there easy enough, if you know what I mean. Yeah, see, that's it. And because I don't have someone like Hines or Mitch in that position, I don't have anyone who is that stepping stone. I'm looking for well, you started 400k. With, you started with Sammy Walker, didn't Sammy you? Sammy Walker. Yeah, see, there's too much going on there for me to start with him. Colin, what about you? What are you doing in your halves? When's your plan on getting Nath? How are you doing it? Well, that's I've got two options this week. I'm selling Teddy. I've resigned myself to the fact Teddy's gone. For Taff, at Taff's fullback. Taff's in. At fullback? Yes. Yeah? You don't have Hines? Well, that's... Well, that's... this. Sorry, this this one option. Teddy out, Taff in. Um, I get IPAP and Huss, or IPAP and Murray, or IPAP and Lolo. One of those two combinations out of those four gun forwards. Yeah. Or I go... Teddy out... Do it. Hines down. Hines down. Miss out on Nath. Get get Nath, and then use me jewels to get Isaiah Tass into the centres that way, and bring in Tamalolo with Nathan Cleary. So the two options I've got. But I'm going to go with the first one. Get bringing the forwards this week. It leaves me just under trying to k in the bank. Gives me Snyder and Taff. I'm going to wait for both of them to fatten up, get rid of Taff, or get rid of Snyder, or either one, for probably nothing and no one, and take the other one to Cleary in probably a month or so. Yeah, Or nice. just after round 13 when Snyder's it's, done his it's job. It's a gamble for points, but like, there's a lot of oh, points to be lost there, especially the way you come out and just scored 150 at fucking ease like, like that. So it's a mass gamble not jumping on to Nath as soon as you possibly humanly can. It absolutely is. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I am scared of not getting on Nath like now, but also, I, I, I know, I will go for, go finish through Julian's list and then we'll talk about the whole Teddy saga that we we got going on. I'm worried about Teddy. Um, all right, so they're the boys... Oh, wait. Hang on. Yeah, that was the buyers. No, we're still in the buyers, sorry. Right, so we got Munster and Grant, for obvious reasons. He's killing it, the Storm. They're killing it, them two personally. So, get on board. Um, He's got just Sharks' backs in general. They were all scoring some pretty good super coach points. So I, was look, I was looking over my dream team today. Mulatalo is on it, and so is Ramian. So, yeah, those sh- I, I, don't, I don't think I expected Nico to do as well as he did. But I think those Sharks backs, are, yeah, they're, just, they're capable of getting points. So Yeah, well, I think... They've Ren- been on his list most weeks, if you actually look I back at I think Ronaldo's got a three-round average of over 100. Yeah, he's killing it. I, he, I looked at him today... He so hard last year that I couldn't bring yourself to get They're him. all over 600k. They're all priced... Yeah. I'm priced way out of the market on them now. Oh, yeah, you got to wait for the next revolution of price cycles when they bottom me out. See what happens. Next round. See what happens. It's all, some special things year, going on in Cronulla. Juice right up, and mm. you're willing to just go. Sh- yeah, and then he's got Gus. If he's named again start this week, he thinks get him in after he's lost his cash now. I'm going to wait another week or two personally for Gus. Just to watch. Um, Lolo, Thompson, Clemmer. Um, Strengthening that forward pack. Yeah, you reckon they all look like serious front row options. Lolo played 72 minutes. Thompson, 68. Clem, 51. Thompson had 79 in base and power. Clem, 71 in base and power. 
both appealing. And I think Clem's $480,000, maybe. My problem with Thompson is if you really... Well, I've been watching the Dogs games. So I don't know if you can tell. I'm a fan. But um, the Dogs seem to share that the work and middle forward role between Pangai one week and Thompson next. Like, Thompson last week, I think, got a 26. Pangai got 80-something. This week, Pangai got a 40 Thompson got a 79. So it's one of them things like they're, they're, it's, it's not a solidified thing. Like if he was they constantly. They don't both thrive together. They yeah, take away from each other instead of feeding off each other. One's doing the work, the other's dogging it sort of thing. So or, it's not like a Harrigan Cass uh, Hass combination. Nah. Where they both get in there and if you do something, I'm going to do it as well. Yeah, they're not feeding off that one. Yeah. I'm just thinking, oh, good on you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having a Let's get in there. I'll be there next week, dude. Um, yeah. And then he's got IPAP. Obvious reasons with IPAP. We all know what IPAP can do. And he's got Jackson Hastings. Look promising back from suspension at 382k. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, he reckons if you want to get rid of Ilias, he reckons he's a good upgrade option from there. Just to get rid of that AE nightmare in your team, I guess. Yeah. Well, look, he's. To be honest, I, th- I thought by now he would have been doing a lot better, and he's just not. Um, for me, he's he's a nightmare in your side. He is. Yeah, so. Um, Souths don't use him properly neither for me, but that's their problem. But for my super coach team, he seems to just be a thorn in my side, and I'd just rather get rid of it. Now, at the moment he is. I, I totally get that. I still, I still think time. Yeah. I'm holding for now, reluctantly, but I have no intention of looping anytime soon, so he's not really bothered to me at the moment. Um, he's the hold list. He's got Cotter. 51, played low minutes, but Cow's used on two reserves. Wait to see what happens next week. Only two reserves, I'm going to assume. Um, Snyder, solid. Kicks goals. Keep Pangai, Souths wrapped him up well, and base overall was down for this game. So he reckons hold Pangai, Arrow, uh, and Josh King. He reckons hold Josh King. Oh, see for me, I'd get, I'd be moving King. I'm, I'm, I'm selling King if I own him. He's done a fantastic job, better than I expected. Thank you very much, Josh King. Jazzy, are you an owner of Josh King? Certainly am, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with him because um, I've got strength in my forwards. Uh, and him and Mitch King, I'm sort of. Is is now the time to get rid of him? Because I've actually got. I, I could bring Ola Kawatu up. I've already got Joey Arrow up there. I've already got Payne Haas up there. I could bring Lolo up there. So like, I've got options to just stack my front row with the people I've already got. My issue is I can't afford the second row guns that I want in Murray um, or even IPAP or anyone like that. Hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what to actually do there. And then same thing, like, do I have to hold enough there? I've already got Brendan Piakura waiting for round 10. I don't even know if it's going to be worth the wait at this yeah, point. Yeah, you don't even know if he's actually well, going to get us. If you, no, we'll cross that bridge later. In round 10. <laughs> no, I mean, in the teddy chat. 
Um, and Randall hold, yeah. I agree, Randall hold. All right, now he sells. Now no, I, 53. That was with a try. So he's had five tries and one line break this year. Take the cash and run. Yeah. Ilias, if you can, sell by all means. Teddy. Now, about Ilias, just quickly, <clears throat> would you go sideways Ilias to Taff? Or is that two sideways? You're only making 80, 90K, but... But then you're making Taff's money on top of that. You're getting rid of an AE nightmare. Yeah, so and is it could, crazy? Taff could possibly be upgraded to a gun. Where Ilias at this rate, never going to be upgraded to a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, you're not going to make coin out of it, but I can see the money-making potential at least with... If South score points, Taft scoring points, whereas Elias not necessarily de- dedicated. In saying that, you've probably only got four more weeks to Taft. Five, maybe. Yeah. Depending on when Troll comes back. So, But by then, you should be just about peaked already. So, uh, Teddy, Roosters look lost. Another low score. Through their nice run, needs to go. Um, Bird, saved by a try. Only scored a 42 this week. Um, yeah, but just isn't doing what he wants. And Kurt Mann. He reckons he's a solid holding option in your centre wing, but probably get rid of him. The attacking stats are too few and far between. Who was the one before him? Jack Bird. Jack Bird. It seems you don't want to be the six at the Dragons. It's not a. <laughs> it's just not a point-scoring position for them. It um, hasn't been friendly this year, has it? Yeah, so should we just go... Just Fuck it, go straight on to the Teddy chat, or it's, it seems to be the topic. We're on the, we're on the Sounds like we're in there, yes. bud. Oh, Great well, segue. Cool. Um, so, Teddy, man, like, for me, I'm, I'm thinking back to last year. Look at the people when you Sorry. No, for me, I, I think back to last year, and I remember so many people I knew sold, and I was like, nah, that's crazy, don't do it. And you know what? All those people ended up a lot higher than me a few weeks after that and I do remember but then a few weeks after that Teddy went on a run and I was right back in it and I finished higher than most of them overall in in the long run anyway so it was pretty good but so what helped you there though was it holding Teddy and saving that trade and not just moving with the pack each week chasing the last week's points you know what I mean? Try, try, trying to flick onto that each week. Was it just the trade? Because you, It depends that, the way you look at it. Because well, you, know, you know what you had at the end of the season, which none of us did? Two trades. The trades, exactly. So I, I still had two trades at the end, and if you remember, that's what got me home over you because you couldn't do it. Now, if I was to have used... Now, I would have used two trades <coughs> to do that. Get rid of Teddy, bring someone else in, plus then have to get him out and bring Teddy back if I was going to do that. So I wouldn't have had those trades at the end to be able to liven up my team. So maybe maybe I wouldn't have finished as high as I did, but... But in saying that, with, I think the trade was Teddy the Paps at the time. Yeah, I think it was. And, or, yeah, I think it was that or... Teddy the Turbo, maybe. And then maybe Paps the Turbo or something like that. Went if you went to Turbo, yeah, you were was, a winner. Yeah, <laughs> and so in the long run, the cash that you've saved there and generated has probably outweighed that trade that you've made to do that. Only if you've then spent it wisely, though, because as he well, said, that, like... But that's it. You probably... There's a trade down the line where you would have had to burn a trade to make cash that you've already done through this trade so-and-so weeks ago, so... Yeah, it's it's one of the things like, you never know. Yeah, I, I don't think you can narrow one thing 
down in a season to beating someone else overall. I think it's a whole jigsaw puzzle of moves that gets you in front by the end of it. I don't think you can ever nail one thing down. If you're like, okay, in your heads, like in your heads now, like to finish your seasons now, like I know you're both really contemplating trading out Teddy. A lot of a lot of coaches are thinking the same things as you are. I've been checking social media all day, and um, for me, are you going to bring him back? Like in, in in after Origin, when you know he's come back a different beast. At the moment, no, no, he's out for you. you just I, stick... I, yeah, I have no intention of bringing Teddy back at the moment. So he's gone for you. He's not. I think so. You don't think? Perhaps, he's... perhaps it's definitely going to be one of my fullbacks. And at the moment, I'm probably leaning towards. Mine's turbo, just with the way the Roosters have played. But I know the Roosters are going to get better and better as the year goes on. And you'll replay these back in 10 weeks and I'll really be regretting it. Could not be trading Teddy in, but at the moment, no, he doesn't feature in my plans. Yeah, does he? Are you, can you, do you see yourself not bringing Teddy back if you get rid of him? Oh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I personally haven't put much thought into it. Because my whole idea was just set and forget with two fullbacks. Um, but you can put Hines back there. I don't know if they're going to strip him of that dual position. doesn't look like they're going to this year. No. No, no I mean, they can't because people, people must be like they'd have him in there and that's unfair to them. So, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I'd much rather have Hines and Puppy at fullback. You got Turbo coming back. Yeah, well, that's it. Turbo. If I, if I, can, if I can find the money to afford nah. him. Yeah. A but month you know after I mean. he's back, he'll be 750 age. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, but no, like, in all seriousness, for me, I, I'm I'm I holding a, faith in Teddy. I think there's a good chance if I drop him, he doesn't come back in. Because, yeah, I'm not using that trade. I guess that's why I've been so reluctant to use that trade. Because I've looked at it the last three, four weeks, done nothing. Beck traded him out for Teddy two weeks ago. I think you traded out, Con, for... Um, or you're trading him out this week for Taff. You know, I'm seeing people drop him, and for better players... I almost traded him out for Hines last week. I didn't. Hines pulls out a 35. Cheering. But, I mean, do I get Hines, on this week? Hines, Hines this week, but I think their draw opens right up as it comes soon anyway. So Hines is like sort of going to be want to... If you want yeah. him, you want him soon. And I could still do that trade. I can still do Hines, uh, Teddy to Hines this week, but then it gives me no chance of Cleary this week. I've got to find that 400 grand from somewhere. And I think that's what I'm going to lean to because at least Hines has proved he's reliably around that mark. Nath, we haven't seen yet. And Nath's like a shoe in for Origin if he's um, fit. Uh, Whereas Hines... I wouldn't pick him. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough, Queenslander. Get out of here. Uh, but Hines, you know, Hines will probably get in there as 18th man. But there's no guarantees. But, I mean, look, you'd imagine he's probably going away to camp. They'll have him in and around the team somewhere, even well, he if he doesn't get a jersey. I think, I think he was in camp last year. Yeah, but see, Puppy was out last year. So yeah, but he's still they still have people in camp anyway. They just they just fly back and play their game. Yeah. Um, but look for me, I'm. Oh, I know it sounds a bit mad, and it's probably a bit mad scientisty, but he's got two weeks now against teams that leak points. You know, he's got the Dragons, and then he's got someone else. So. I'm expecting big things from Teddy. I need back-to-back, at least 90s out of him. If he doesn't get him, I'll probably have to sell then, but I'm confident he'll get him. Everyone's selling. It's it's his time to shine. Oh, I just, I've just been waiting 
and waiting oh, no, and I waiting. Know. But, like, all right, we'll talk about what we're talking about off air. Like, it's the Roosters' attack. You, they need to either sack um, Luke Keary and put a Drew Hutchinson with um, Sam Walker or sack Sam Walker and put Drew Hutchinson with Luke Keary. It, they just need one shot caller instead of two blokes trying to run plays out there every time, you know, and it's taken away from their natural game. I don't know what Robbo's fucking doing. Letting it happen. Yeah. Well, well you go on about next year. <coughs> Sorry, Saxy. At least you cleared go, your throat instead go, of going on like that. Going minutes. about the next two games, their last three have been the Cowboys, the Broncos, and the Warriors. Yeah. So it's not like they've had stiff competition in the last three weeks and it just opens right up to a juicy draw now. They've been in the middle of a juicy draw. And then on the back of this draw, after the Bulldogs, they play the Titans, who they can score points again. But then they got the Eels, Panthers, and Roosters. Ah, sorry, Sharks. So. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is time to go. Like. Maybe he's passed his use by dating. Well, I, I, I fended him to the hilt last week. I was yeah, I know. I've got this written down. Go captain like, him. I was so close. I was going to get there. I thought, yep, he's coming. And then... Bah, bah. Well, I've got that written down here on, like, things I want to talk about. You talked about last week. Um, was never sell Teddy. Yeah. Because today I've heard <laughs> lots of it. And it was like, hold on. I backflips. It's only been I've seven days. It's only seven days. <laughs> um, and then... Someone asked the questions in question times why we can't make it onto the Daily Telegraph um, live show on a Thursday. I'm about to tell you why. Because the app's fucked. <laughs> um, these fucking grubs take money off all you, all of us, man. If you've ever signed up for gold, that's where 20 bucks a year's going. They 25 even, now. They don't even ask you. They just take it now. They, they, they flat out take it. They just assume you want it or you need it. Um... But they don't pump no fucking money back into the app. Now, the other day, my app shit itself and it reverted itself back to lockout. Bar me trades. It kept me trades, but put the people that are traded in on the bench, which shit me even more because I'd already put Lolo in my side and it benched him and then just fully fucked me and then I put I had a rant about it in the Podmasters chat. Oh, so it didn't actually reverse your trades? It no, just it took just... took his traded plays it, it out of your where, team. Well, I thought when I looked at it again, I thought it did reverse me trades because Young Maney and him had got the J and then the T and, I was, yeah. and then I was like, hold on, fuck off. It, it's, I've still had me trades, but it's put Payne Huss back on the field, which was ludicrous because I did a Facebook post on the Wednesday when I did my team about who I'm VC and... And who I'm putting my captain on. And I did Mitch Moses and David Fafita. And by the time lockout had come around, it was back on Payne Us, who was in my side, who was fucking never in my side from Tuesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we all knew he'd suspended yeah. it. And it just shit me, bro. Like, I flipped me shit. Uh, fool didn't want to play anymore. <laughs> um, wanted to take me bat and ball. And then I, I had a flip out about it in the Podmasters chat. And a couple of other people said, yeah, that, like... The app tends to shit itself a lot, like, with certain things. And I thought, well, you know what? They're quick to take people's fucking money. And you know what? For years we've been saying the app needs upgrades, you know. And I, as far as I know, Daily Telegraph would have tech people. It wouldn't cost them fuck all to do it. Just just fix your fucking app. Like, I know you do it a different way. Um, I do. You don't use the app at all. You s- I've never used the app, no. I just go through my web browser every single time. And I've never had an issue with... Anything like that or any other kind of issue ever. 
Yeah, I'm giving it a bag of dicks. It can fuck off. And that's why we're never getting on the um, first day show. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Hey, I know no, you... hey, I'm just proud of that much better segue, mate. That was a good one, eh? Hey? I like that. Well, thanks, Bex. Cool. Jazzy's not happy. No, Jazzy's not happy. <laughs> so let's go. To, now it's time to go through the Tuesday team list. <laughs> Jazzy wants on Thursday, so Tommy. I want the KFC. So, I mean, yeah, I want to join the show too. Let's go through the team list twists. Thanks to Ross Mann. Um, first game, Sharks versus Manly. So Fanukan out, replaced by Aiden Tolman. Uh, Hamlin Uele is out injured, replaced on the bench by Royce Hunt. Cam McInnes starting at lock. Katoa returns. So Roddy drops out to the reserves. And Britton Nakora returns from COVID. For the Sea Eagles, Morgan Harper returns from COVID, replacing Kula. So, bow uh, Josh Alloyer is out injured, replaced by Taniela Paseca. Sean Kepi out with an HIA. Ethan Bullimore out. Uh, Ethan Bullimore back in, sorry. Kurtz Louie also comes onto the bench. And Marty Tapao sideline with COVID as well. Uh, Broncos v Dogs for the Broncos. Haas returns from suspension. Keenan Palacio back to the bench. Tessie New out injured. Um, TMM to start at fullback. Tomorrow, Martin. Martin. Tomorrow, Martin. Yeah, welcome back. Good to see you. I'm, I'm happy. That's a happy story for me. Well, yeah, do you, you remember the story of Tomorrow, oh, Martin? I do. I remember it coming out a couple of years ago. He had brain cancer or something, didn't he? A bleed on the brain. That's yeah. right. And he had to stop training. They told him he'd never play again. And here he is back in the NRL, first grade. Number one. All right. Uh, Tyson Gamble replaces Billy Walters in the halves. He drops back to the 14. Herbie Farmworth returns. DeLuise Hoyter retrops to the reserves. Corey Pake starts at hooker. Jake Turpin has been dropped. Uh, Ryan James also drops out. So Pakes could be one to watch because this is his chance to earn that spot. Is, uh, is Turpin out with anything that we know of or is this a, a clean hook? Like I... I'm not sure personally. You have to ask Timmy. Timmy Timmy's in the comments. Oh, so I already know. So Timmy, let us know, bud. Do some looking around. Read the Courier Mail or something for the dogs. Uh, Braden Burns out injured, replaced by Aaron Shoop. Chris Patalo out with a HIA, replaced by Corey Waddell. Uh, Cowboys versus the Titans. The Queensland Derby. Uh, Griffin Neem returns from concussion to start. Um, Jordan McLean also starts. Ruben Cotter back to the bench. Connolly Lemu 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 Elu. Drops out, uh, and the hammer is named on the extended bench. Tigers versus Souths. Tigers, no changes from the team that romped Parramatta on the weekend. Fucking well done, Jackson Hastings. Right. Fucking had a blinder, man. He did. good game. And uh, you notice he's on the buy list, and he's actually reasonably priced. If he has got control of that team, my issue there is I do not trust the Tigers' attack. They've had one good game after a lot of scrutiny. And I just don't know if I've got the belief in him to turn it around this season. Um, you know, Tigers fans will probably rip me apart for it, but I just don't know if I can trust him, even in the uh, the sort of second position, the reserve position in my halves. I just, thought, I just thought good on you, man, grabbing that ball and having a fucking crack at it, like 40 out. <laughs> it's a big drop out. It is. It did well, well, he stuffs it up twice beforehand. Yeah, so, and then Parramatta had to go stuffing it up. Reed Marnie just ran around in circles. There was a schmozzle there in the last 10 minutes. And then, hey, nailed it right in the clutch moment. So, yeah, yeah MJ moment. It was good. 
And for South, Davy Moali starts with Isaiah Tass dropping out to the reserves. Knights versus Eels. Adam Clune returns, replaced with Phoenix Crossland, uh, who shifts back onto the pine. For the Eels, Junior Polo returns from suspension. Oregon Kafusi drops back to the bench. Murata Niakore is out injured. Will Panasini shifts back to the centres. Hayes Perham comes onto the wing. Jacob Arthur replaces Mitch Rain on the bench. Uh, for the Panthers versus Raiders, Panthers no changes. For the Raiders, CNK drops back to the bench. Rapana moves to fullback. Xavier Savage on the wing. Step in, son, step in. Uh, Harry Rushton comes onto the bench for Emre Gula, who drops out. Uh, for Storm versus Warriors, for the Storm, Jesse and Kenny Bromwich both return from COVID. Brandon Smith and Trent Liero drop back to the pine. Chris Lewis and Alec McDonald uh, out of the side. Warriors, Matt Lodge returns with Aaron Penne dropping to the bench. Jazz Tavaga named on the extended bench after serving his two-match suspension. So that is the teamless twist. What's that, Berks? I'm just saying, like, what you, what you were making note to, like, when he's tried to run around on the outside and they just picked him up, pumped him over the sideline. Yeah, and he it, broke Val his shoulder. Just, <laughs> Val Holmes just came in and just went, nah, you don't do that. Uh, too little, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're way too little for that, so... Ricky's Raiders, are we going to see them make a big change this week after the roasting that they copped during the press conference? 40 minutes of football, is out there sick of sticking up for him. And to be honest, how do you... How, how, it's, it's a thing that's got to change for them. Like it's, if they can't play more than 40 minutes, then they can't play more than 40 minutes. Sorry. They went through the exact same thing last year. Where they'd come out first half, look really good, and then just not even pretty much get on the bus and go home at half time. And they're falling back into the same pattern. So whatever they did <clears throat> towards the back end of last year to solve their issues a little bit, which helped them, they need to find dive that. back into I think, and recheck it. They want to find it quick because the season's... Absolutely. I, 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 they're done for me, personally. Yeah, they don't look good at all. To Snyder's egg. They're saving Des China oh, life a year. It's probably down to nine teams already. This competition, dogs just, in just a few. for the eight, like that's just for the eight, not for the competition. It's a two horse race at the moment. Really? Absolutely. Melbourne and Penrith are miles ahead. Yeah, they are. Alrighty. Well, we've got as per usual. Oh, where's my one? There it is. Bang. We've got as per usual. Um, Brad Smith. Brad Smith, PPM. So Brad Smith is going to take us through all of uh, his hot tips for this weekend. Thanks very much to Brad Smith. Oh. Thanks very much to Brad Smith. Um, nails the content every week. He always puts through an article, sends through a video. Uh, his analysis is second to none. If only, like Con, he could take his own advice. He'd probably be doing a lot better this year. Uh, but luckily, there's a bunch of us out there that are listening to him, and uh, yeah, he's generally pretty on the money. So, Brad Smith. Good evening, Super Coaches. Uh, I hope round six was great for you. I hope all the legends on the panel there all got green arrows, as all the people at home. Uh, Hopper's Finger, my Hopper's Finger team, we got more green arrows again this week. But I just can't nail a captain at the moment. My captain choices are shit. So um, the big difference between most people getting a really good score and just a par score at the moment is your captain's choice. So uh, listen to all the pods and listen to the boys here and uh, maybe get some hints and see if you can nail that um, 
that captain's choice because it's going to make all the difference in, in the run home. Now, this week we're going to be looking, uh, I'm going to do something a little different for the next few weeks. We're going to start and look at some buy round relevant players, buy position. Uh, the reason for this is that most of the um, uh, PPM standouts, etc., cetera, uh, will probably be covered uh, by Ross Mann. Do check out his article and um, on the 360.com website. Uh, my article's there. Ross's is always there. He's buy, buy hold, and sell. Um, and there's always lots of really good players uh, that are popping up there. Um, so this week, I'm going to have a look at hookers. Now, the reason I'm going to have a look at hookers is because uh, Randall is now probably set to peak in the next one to two weeks. Um, Randall's got a BE of 10 which means if he only gets about 40 next week, his BE probably will be around about 40 as well, um, which puts him right on the cusp of selling. You know, he might have another, he has got a couple of 60s back to back, he might get another 60, which means you're probably more likely to sell the week after. Um, uh, so you've got to start looking at who you're going to get and who uh is relevant as far as your buy round because your buy round is only going to be about by the time you get him in about five six weeks away so the the players we're going to have a look at um i've had a look at them uh ranked i'm only going to show you three and they're ranked from uh statistically uh the third best up until uh who is the best ranked at the moment who will be playing the buy round um, the first one we're going to have a look at here, he, he doesn't need a great introduction, uh, Tom Starling. I know a lot of people have already jumped on him. Uh, he has been a bit of a popular uh, buy over the last few weeks and there's been a lot of discussion uh, about him around Supercoach circles. Um, he's got an average uh, of 54 so far this season. However, a lot of those, some of those earlier scores which dragged his average down well, when he was getting reduced minutes on the weekend, he got 80 minutes um, for 83 points, which is a fantastic um, effort, obviously, at around about one PBM, which uh, for a hooker is is great go, particularly if they're playing the full 80 minutes. Um, so he's got a three-round average of nearly 60 because he has been starting to play more and more minutes, minutes each week. Um, it costs 449k, which as um, Randall's about 400k, bang on 400 now. Yeah, it's not a big jump up to um, uh, up to there, particularly if Randall keeps making a little bit of money. They'll probably make about the same amount of money each over the next couple of weeks. So um, that is Tom Starling for you. All right, the next one to have a look at. Uh, I've spoken about this fella a few times. Stupidly, I didn't get him myself. Uh, I, I need an uppercut, but that's okay. I do crazy shit like that sometimes. Um, Reuben Cotter, he's 459k now, so he, he's risen a lot from where he started out. Um, he's got an average of 60. Uh, his dual position, um, uh, last round he got 51. Uh, the coach does like him an awful lot up there in North Queensland, Toddy Payton, and he has a, uh, a BE of only 26, so he's still got a bit more money to be made, uh, but he'll probably peak in about two to three weeks' time himself. 
But that's not why you're getting him. You're getting him because it gives you buy-around coverage. Now, a lot of people have already got him. And if you've got him, um, it's an easy decision. In two weeks' time, say, just just sell Randall, move Cotter up into your hooker spot, you're covered for the buy-around, job done. Um, so if you're smart and got him, like I told everyone to do a couple of weeks ago, you're sweet, you're set. Probably forget the rest of my ramblings for the next couple of minutes and move along. Uh, because you're all already on your way. All right, number one, the, the top-ranked uh, um, hooker at the moment in Supercoach, who is going to play the buy round, um, is Appy Coruscant. Appy costs four ninety-six thousand, so he's around about. He's only about fifty thousand more than my first choice, which is Tom Starling, the first one I showed you. Um, he's the most expensive of the three, but he, statistically he is the best. Um, he's averaging 62. He's got a BE of only 24, so he's going to go up some more himself um, over the next few weeks. He does, uh, his minutes do worry me because he, he very, um, although some hookers are, he's probably a little bit more reliant on attacking stats than um, some of the other hookers out there. Uh, that seem to churn through a lot of tackles as well uh, and have a nice little base behind them. Um, whereas Appy, yeah, need, needs a few attacking stats just to help push him along. He's only been averaging around 50-odd minutes, so um, if we could... Yeah, I do have a little bit of a concern on him at the price, but he, it's still not a big jump to go from Randall up to Appy Coruscant. So there's your three that you should be looking at. Uh, Appy... Um, is number one. Reuben Cotter, if you got him, don't look any further. Just whack him in there. And Tom Starling. Um, if you really want to go uh, a bit of left of field, uh, there is a fourth one that is basically averaging the same as uh, um, Starling and is going just as well. And that, believe it or not, is Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, not many people might have looked at him, but it would be a big ballsy move. He, he's, he costs four fifty nine, so he actually... Is more than Starling. He's the same price as Reuben Cotter. Um, you've got an average of 57, and his BE is 42. So um, probably after this week, next week, he, he, he might be looking to probably peak uh, in price. So anyway, there's your hookers for you. Um, have some thought about that. You've really got to pick one of those three, I, I think, in um, for your run. Uh, there might be one or two that manage to pop their heads up at a cheaper price, closer to uh, Origin. But if you're starting to plan now, and you do have to plan because, as I said, uh, Randall is peaking in price and is going to um, be a trade-out in the next few weeks, uh, it's really going to be one of those three. All right, lads, till next week. Everybody, super coaches out there, um, enjoy your super coaching and have fun. Awesome. Thank you very much to Brad Smith for that. Uh, took Taking you through hookers and uh, planning for the buy. So, Tom Starling, Appy or Ruben Cotter, who would you choose, fellas? Burgo. I'm a massive Tom Starling fan. Massive. I like Tommy. Yeah? Um, yep. Out of all them, I'd, I'd definitely, <laughs> definitely go Tom Starling. What about you, Con? Yeah, no, Tom Starling. If... 
I just wish Josh Hodgson got injured in the preseason. I would have started with Starling. I had him most of the preseason and balked. And yeah, Tom Starling for sure. Because, yeah, I think Appy put them both at 80 minutes. I think Starling's got him. And then in the round 13, when you really want them, Appy's by himself, really. Panda are going to be decimated with Origin. So Starling will pretty much still be in a full strength Raiders team. Yeah, well, you assume now you're losing Yo, Naif, Luai, Toto, Toto, possibly Crichton. Yeah, there goes Liam Le- Martin. Yeah, there's a lot to lose at Penrith through the bye. Uh, through Raiders origin. will lose Papali'i. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see the upside of Starling there. That's that's a good way to look at it. Beautiful. Looking forward to front row options next week. Maybe I'll hold off on my trades. Um, speaking of trades, Berg, so you've got something... Well, that depends, mm. I think. What What's your goal for the rest of the year? Do you, do you find yourself an overall chance still? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. You I'm, think you're I'm, a chance number one still? I'm only a few captain choices. Away. To be honest, if I hadn't have dotted the puppy captain, I'd be a serious contender already. Yeah, okay, fair call. What so, do you, he's, he's up there. He's yeah. only 500, 550, I think you said up to start. Which so. we, we can just say that's all our training. But yeah, so mm, what are you going to go on about? Am I going to what I'm going on about? Yeah, that's it. So we, we, we want to talk trades. Right. So we've had a, re- a listener reach out to us. Most. Um, most of the people know Brother Teddy. He's always in and around the socials. Ted Woods, if you do know him, say good day. Um, so, Ted's, well, what are you running? Let's just say you got 35 trades, did you say, Juzzy? Juzzy got 35 trades, top 3%, I think you said you were. 550 off the pace. Um, I think he's only boosted once. Um, now, just a quick one. Now, Teddy sent me this earlier today. He, now, he's used max trades. Now he started plus over, boosts, plus so all boosts. five boosts to go on. I think so. Yes. Um. So started overall sixty five thousand nine hundred and fifty fifth. Then he max traded in round two, come down to fifty three thousand two hundred nineteenth. Now, of course, you got to trade the right way for this to happen to you as well. Like just because you max trading doesn't mean you're going to jump up every time. You have to go the right way with your trades. Uh, Max traded again in round three, jumped him up to uh, 6,914th. Max traded again in round four, jumped him up to 5,950th. Then Max traded again in round five, got 2,406th. And then Max traded in round six and got into 223rd. So even though he's Max traded, he says he feels like it's worth it. Um, he might even be doing two more trades this week. So, he has got some more stuff written here, but yeah, he's got um, he's got 25 trades left and he's got 12 more guns to just to bring into his team. He's got 10 certified guns there right now. Yeah. So, he's still got work to do, even though he's done all these so trades. Yeah, that's, that's it, I've... I feel he sacrificed trades to it. I get, I get, totally get where he's at, but to only have ten solidified guns for the end of the year after burning almost half your trades, yep. I don't think that's a great position to be in. Even though he's two hundred twenty third. No, 
Because right. what did you say before the show, Con? Just say it. Teddy can take I, it. I, I said I'd like to see his rankings for the last six rounds. As he drops yeah, back I, as down. As he's got no trades left and those rankings pretty much reverse each themselves. Because I feel that's the path he's trekking down because I've been there. I've done it. I know. <laughs> Happened to me last year and you know you picked me at the pace because of it. So Yeah. Uh, I understand. Yep, it looks great on the scoreboard right now. But it's an 80-minute game. Yeah, you can't be season. in front after 30 minutes and well, you had, what, think six, you won. You had 16 or 15 going into the final. I, don't, I think I even had 13 or something. Like the last, I, I, I didn't field a team, I don't think, full team for the last three rounds last year. So, And then when you've got, especially if you've got big cash riding on it, how, how fucked is it, you know? That's, like, that's it. Just watching your cash dwindle away from you. Like you yeah, you got there. Especially if you if you do like a cash comp where it's just a winner takes all, there's no minor premiership, so there's no no first place for getting there. You know, it's it's a matter matter of being the well, winner. Well, well, that's it. I think we're both in two cash years where it's winner takes all, and there's two and a half thousand dollars on the line. Yeah. So at the moment, my focus is turns straight to head to head now. Yeah, yeah. My overall's done. I'm a realist. I know there's possibly potential chance where I could make a miraculous run and get right back up there and in it but chances are unlikely yeah so i'm going for the grands instead so i'm of going the yeah i'm going screwing the vanity don't worry about me rank at the end of the season like trying to try and get into the one percent just for the sake of getting into the one percent yeah i'm going to play this year now to win as much cash as i can from it to heads and that means foregoing buys origins planning all that shit Screw that. I'm just building my strongest team from here to the end of the season right now. And going to have faith that that will carry the two sacrifices that I'm losing in 13 and 17 in head-to-head victories. I'll build enough points aside from that to get into the finals and make my way to the cash. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, fair strategy, right? If, If you can't, if you've got no chance of making that 50k... You've only got two options, and that's try and pick up one of the weekly wins, or yeah, head to head where or, you've already got cash invested, or play for your pride, which I guess you'd call it, and try and get as high a rank as possible oh, at yeah, a detriment but... to a head to head competition, See, which I, it could be. I don't know. I don't even know if I'd be doing it for, you know, cash is cash, man. Money talks. Yeah. By, by the time you start getting into the tail end of the season, that's it. Like you know, like I'm six hundred points off it now, so and that's already a few bad captain choices, you know, so. It only takes a few more of them for it to be completely unattainable for me anyway. Um, especially if the the people at the front can keep up. I don't know. I haven't been sniping. So I haven't really been going and checking out and seeing what other people are doing or anything yeah. like that. I'm just plugging along. Like I said, man, my whole thing is I'm stuck in a rut. I've got no idea what I can do. I've got Sammy Walker, 520, 540, something like that. I've got Schneider. I've got Ilias. Taps an option, I suppose, coming through, but no one else there. My second row, it's like I got Defi, I held Defi, I got Ola Kawatu, I got Lolo, Arrow. That's, that's where I'd probably go if I was you. I'd probably bite the Sammy Bullet, get rid of Sammy Walker for taps. I know it's a gamble. Nah, I can't afford to play him each week, man. There's a I reason why. If, if you're getting rid of Walker and you're getting Taff, you're getting rid of Teddy, you can go and walk it to Cleary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the only option there is, yeah, I, I'd go Teddy to Taff at fullback. And don't have to play him each week, and I bring Cleary in and play him each week. But then I lose Cleary and Pappy both to Origin. But like he, just, I'm saying that you've got 
Yeah, you still got overall yeah, aspirations. Yeah, you got overall in sight, so you, you do need to think, boys. Jesus Christ. And stuff. Um, holy shit, we've just been hit by some yeah. sort of windstorm in the reef. Windstorm, it's going 30 k's now. It's a mini tornado. There's just wind <laughs> outside now, it's fine. Um, now, just while we're on trades, um, before we segue elsewhere, uh, the trades in and out this week, the most traded out. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. According to the app at this particular point in time, Teddy was most traded out, which... Isn't surprising to you, but... It's not at all. Sort of is surprising to me. Um, Xavier Coates, second most traded out. Can you see why? But I can. What do you do with Xavier Coates? Once again, weird price point, 422. Has only put on 70 or 80k or something. Hasn't put on much. Well, I was, I was lucky enough to have Targo and Furmore in my back row. Ah, so you just dropped one of them down. I dropped Targo down... Got rid of Firmall, brought in uh, Coach, sorry, and brought in IPAP, and got rid of Firmall too, and brought in Huss. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And then Schneider was a surprising one for me. <clears throat> I think he's still. Well, the only thing I can put that down to is people are chasing Nath. Yeah. They want Nath no matter what. That's the only the upgrade. Yeah. That's the only upgrade I'd see for Schneider. I wouldn't go down to Taff. Well, that, that explains those two best trades Teddy out, Taff in, Cash built. Snyder out, Cleary in, yeah. cash spent. Yeah. And then Furmore and King. Furmore's obviously hit his sort of like price peak, but I can sort of see him just chugging along in centre wing anyway. It's sort of a decent base at 40, I think he's got. Seeing kind of like a Tupanura last year. Yeah, he's very much, very much. In saying that, I'd much rather have a Tupanua than him. And more, you know more points in the Roosters by the end of the year. Yeah. And then King was the other one, uh, Melbourne King. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. And then the most traded in was Taff, Nafe, Katoni Stags. Now, I think you think you're mad to bring it in to Katoni now. Oh, oh, we all said last week, yeah, he's had one good week out of six. Yeah. But then he backed it up. So. And it was against Penrith and someone else, wasn't it? Like half decent sides. Yeah, it was against two good teams. So yeah, then Munster's another next one that was brought in. Talakai was the fifth most brought in. Um, very expensive. Don't know how much longer he's going to play there. I think he's got a minus six break even. Oh, honestly, would you change him? I I personally wouldn't, but I'm not the coach. I I don't think I. 
you can't have a bloke who's probably been your best or top three players three out of the last four weeks to turn around to him and say, look, mate, you're going back to the bench, buddy. Thanks for all your hard work, but how demoralising would that be for the poor bugger? Yeah. I don't think Craig Fitzgibbon would do that to him. I, I think he's one of those guys where if you've earned that spot, you've done that job where you've been there, he'll give you the chance to fuck it up before he'll get you out. Good on him. All right, so Juzzy, where what, are we at? What's Teddy's team name? Dunno. Dunno. Because yeah, I can't see anyone. I can't see him in fifty second. What, no, two hundred and twenty. Two hundred and twenty. Third or something. Yeah. Um, I think it's Big Ted's army or something. Two twenty third. No, I don't know. Um, what else you got there, buddy? Um, yeah. I'm on the questions. If we're on the questions. Nah. So I just want to go through. Um, his team at the moment. Right, because someone in the comments has uh, said they want to see... Chris Maxfield says he wants to see what his team looks like now. Yep. After he's max traded down to 25, and that piqued my interest. So he's got Harry Grant, Chris Randall, Lolo, Josh King, Max King, Davey Moali. Um, is obviously enough. Although, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, well, he's playing off the bench at South, getting limited minutes, but there's huge potential there. Yeah, so maybe he's just jumping on early. Deefy, Ruben Cotter, Brody Jones, Bunty, uh, Tualangi, Jack Howarth, uh, Mitch Moses, and Cleary. Wow. Munster and Sam Walker. Uh, Targo, Staggs, May, Penasini, Billy Smith, Amone, Cooler, Hines, Puppy. That's hectic. See, so, so he spent pretty much every ounce of cash that he's made on upgrading the fullback halfback 5-8 position but that's pretty much where all his money's going into Hines Cleary yeah but that's where you pull the extra Moses. two, three, four hundred points from each week oh absolutely like if you've got Hines Puppy Cleary and Moses these are the guys that have all gone 150 or above this year and it's literally only those guys pretty much absolutely so oh, Mitch, hasn't, s- Mitch hasn't put the big boy pants on yet don't <laughs> slow he? it nah, 144 144 is not a 150 boys oh uh, okay oh. fair 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 so 144 is still a good score it's okay it's okay it was it was the highest K- K- for that P- time of year K- KP didn't get his big boy pants till 160 I think I think Nace 151's the only thing that's gone higher than Moses 144 this year in that yeah, position, maybe, yeah. in any position, only anyone else has gone 150 except for Nathan on the weekend. No, but um, Puppy went 198 this year. Yeah, yeah. like round three. We captained him. Did round he? four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100. Oh. Yeah, You're right. Two people. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, that's why I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? I thought Moses had gotten a 180 or something, but I'm keeping a mad eye on him. He's also got Defi. He's got Harry Grant sitting in there. He's got you know four gun halves really. Well, three and Sam Walker. I don't know if I'd put Sam Walker in that category just no, yet. Definitely not. Nah, but I mean, the other three, you're happy to keep pretty much the entire year. Mitch Moses, obviously, based on form. But, but in saying that, in the 5A yeah. position this year, Sam Walker probably is the second best option at the mo- as it stands, or Dylan Brown. Yeah, bags. Munster 1, probably Dylan Brown 2, and then Sam Walker 3 at 5A, because yeah. Cody's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, yeah. AJ's mm. no good. Mm-hmm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, I can see the strength in that team, but that, that forward pack's weak. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's, not, it's about, not great. He's going to need building. about five or probably ten trades at least to fix up that forward pack alone. So that takes him down to 15. Playing backs are good, but his backs on the bench aren't, and they're not generating much cash. Billy Smith, Ramon, and Cooler. That That's going to be his biggest issue from here on out. How is he going to generate his cash? Yeah, the rest of the cash. But, I mean, aside from that, he doesn't really have to do too much in terms of trades. Did rocked a big score this week. Absolutely killed it. Well, he's pretty much got all the high the high cost positions covered. Yeah, They're that's all it. checked off now, so you only got to chip away at the smaller targets now. Well, that's it. I'm just building the workhorses in those ones. As long as you've got guys that are pulling in your 50-55s, you know, 60s, you'll be right because you're getting those max points everywhere else. So especially if you're always playing those positions, you don't even really have to worry about your benches in those in the other positions like in your forwards and stuff or in your outside backs. Yeah. He's got four good playing outside backs, really. Penasini's is, you know, wild card each week. Oh, I like Penasini. Yeah, I'm a well, big fan. He, oh, sure, just, I've got him. He gets better every week. You see him just get more confident, more confident. L- last week he had a bit of an off week, but... I still think he had a good week. That's what he expects. He's only 19 years old. Like, the Riggers are first grade, going to take their toll. Yeah, so where are we at, Jazzy? You going to do some lives, or...? Uh, yeah, I do have a couple of live questions, actually. Um, we on all phones. I'll, I'll piggyback you, bros. Uh, so, Chris McClelland says, Good evening, gents. I've just traded. Chrissy. Use my second boost to go Teddy to Taff, move Nico to full, fullback, Schneider to Cleary, uh, Radley to Sorensen to free up a little bit of extra cash. Radley to Sorensen. I reckon, like, Sorensen, it might be chasing last week's points, but I think I could see Sorensen doing more of what he did last week. He's just, he's that big unit off the bench. He's only getting fitter and stronger each week. Apparently, he's an absolute monster in the gym in the gym and in training and stuff. And I personally think he's pretty much fighting for kick-out spot next year. He's trying to solidify that that's his spot. No, he's not playing edge. Yeah, I reckon? No. He big boy? Then, no, he's too big. Oh, I wouldn't touch him personally. He, I think you are. Oh, I think that's the ideal definition of chasing last week's points, personally. Who could you recommend other? And Scott Sorensen. Yeah. Around that price. Yeah. Well, see, he's doing it to get the cash, obviously, to make yeah. sure he can pull the other two off. So, I, I, mean, I personally don't think Sorensen's a bad get. Radley doesn't seem to be setting the world on fire anyway. Well, I just can't well, see. Yeah, he's definitely not a bad get. He will make you cash and will be an upgradable option, but don't expect big points every week. No, like I said, yeah, that, that's his cash generation. Bergs? Yeah, no. Are oh, you going to say something? I can't remember. Ooh, Bergs is on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Got a question there, bud? Yeah, this is from Twitter. Uh, from Chris Holdsworth. <coughs> I have to sell my soul for Cleary, like everyone. Is it worth selling little Pappy and getting back in three weeks after some probable price drops? It's only one trade, not three. No, in my opinion, I, I wouldn't sell little paps for anyone, personally. Not even Nath. I'd, there's nothing to say that Nath won't lose as much money as paps over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I just... I couldn't sell paps, not after he's the one that's chugged out that big score, um, which just says to me he's got another one in him, if not two. Oh, he's back, not, baby. You know, so for me... I hate to say this too, but Teddy would be the one to go for me out of the backs. Um, 
Yeah, but if you don't have Teddy, and if you really, if you really want knife, like there's there's surely another way, or you can wait a couple of weeks till some other like price rises come your way. I just I couldn't see myself selling Paps. No, nah. Melbourne's just got points in him against just about anyone, you know, and he's. I know Munster's gone to rehab and he's in, he likes to do some more shit this year, but Paps still gets his hand on some ball, so... Oh, there's plenty of points for everyone in that Melbourne spine. Yeah. All right, I've got one here from David Stons. Uh, would you get Cleary this week if it meant you had to sacrifice Moses to do it? Con? Oh, him. I have the same conundrum. I'm a Mitch owner. The only person I would sell Mitch on for today would be Naif. Um I do know that Naif's definitely got more points in him than Mitchell Moses. The, the thing that's making me hold Mitchell Moses is, A, I don't have to trade Mitch Moses to end origin. He can play me right through, whereas if... There's a big origin game, Nafe's getting a rest maybe or something like that, whereas I don't have to fuck around, I've still got Mitch sitting there, you know? Um, for me, if I could find a way to go anyone else and keep Mitch, and I'd do it that way, but I can definitely see more points in Nafe, if you know what I mean, over the upcoming two origin. I'd, yeah, I know what you mean. I definitely think Nafe's got the bigger ceiling. That's for sure. And I think he's a lot more consistent, although Moses has shown his consistency this year. Um, but I'd be, I'd still be really reluctant to do it, personally, just because Mitchell Moses has shown me no reason why he should be sold as a supercoach player at the moment. He's still on the up. Well, that's it. And he's averaging more than Nath at the moment. Granted, Nath's only played three games, but... I also see where it's almost one of those now or never kind of things. It's the easiest way to get to Nath, the quickest way to get to Nath, the cheapest way to get to Nath. So I'm I'm I'd flip a coin. I don't know. I really don't. It could it could be that one. It could be the decision. You know, it could be that decision that either shoots you up or just plateaus you out. Um, Yeah. For me, for me, my personal approach is I was always had Mitch Moses in my side around ten. Always was in there. I was going to reevaluate around ten, see if I was going to keep him through Origin or not. See how he was chugging along. He's been chugging along nice. Um, so for me, I'm not doing it. I've got other places I can definitely look at fixing before I chase Nate. Like it was always my plan not to go. See, if Moses is averaging 65 or something, yeah, I can see it. Well, you'd have the to. Cash, the cash wouldn't be there, but I could see the appeal. But, well, he's averaging 80. How do you, how do, you do it? Why trade out someone who's averaging 80 points and still making cash? Like, yeah. he's break even 72 this week. Nice 83. He's, he's a dead but set chance of getting it. He's playing the nice. We're fucking... We went on holidays after round two. We haven't been back since. Yeah. So yeah, um, you got any got anything else over there on the live? Is anything go from Facebook? Um, yeah, no. All you, buddy. All right, Watto, Jared Watson, 
Need to get rid of Ikatoa. So downgrade options. Was thinking maybe Naguama or Suali and do Butcher out for either Olakawatu or Lolo. So Elise Ikatoa out for either Naguama or Suali. Which I, they're both gambles. The Roosters don't seem to know what they're doing, chopping and changing and doing all sorts of shit. So neither of them safe. Yeah, that's it. I, I wouldn't be bringing either of them in thinking they're a playable option every week. Well, Suwali got a 26 last week on the wing, which is normally a good point scoring. No, I think, did he play wing? Yeah, we ended, he finished on the wing. Yeah. So he finished outside Joey Marnie on the wing, which oh, is a fucking sorry. great place to be. Still scored 26. Um, so that was disappointing. So I'd, I'd keep... But I do like the chance to go butcher to Lolo. And Katoa's only going to pump out fucking Suwali scores anyway and lose cash at the same time, I guess. So I'd yeah. probably lean towards Suwali over Nagama just because he's cheaper. And I think there's more potential there. And Kevy will be dropped before Suwali does. And you'll go Lolo over Olukawatu? Just because of the dual flexibility, I think. They're tips both him dual. over the line. Olukawatu's not dual. Yeah, he is. No, no he's not. not. Pretty sure he is. No, he's not. I'm telling yeah, you, he's, so not. The, he's the in dual, my team. The dual probably tips me over the line there to Lolo. Yeah. I almost rate the dual position as almost like an extra $100,000 or whatever on dual players' price. It's Fair that call. valuable sometimes. Yeah, no. Well, you know what? It's... It, it's virtually it's, it's it's a little player thing. Like if one of your good guys does get hurt, you can always just fill you just fill the void, you know. And if you don't have those players, then you, you you're stuck making that trade in that exact position. And sometimes yeah. them dudes aren't where it's at, you know. No, see, sometimes you've got the four other best options and the fifth best options a mile behind, and you just don't want it. And it's just it's a fucking waste of a trade. Yeah. And Without having a jewel, bang, you're automatically burning a second trade. Yeah. You know, because now you've got to do this. You've got to even like, nuff him out or, yeah. So, yeah, it's one of them things that can... Yeah, the, that's the, it. The jewel's great thing to have, and that would swing me straight over as well. And as well there's a lot of popular forwards this year that are jewel front row, back row. So, I think the valuability of it, that's not a word, but... Has gone up. Has gone up this year because there's so many, many, so many people's teams that they're going to need to rotate them around at one stage. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, all right. Greg Lucas. Upgrade Moses to Cleary, or Gilbert to IPAP. Oos. Uh, I would say IPAP. Yeah. Why? Because why? you're upgrading Gilbert, whereas Moses. Like you said, Moses might still have a few good weeks and a couple of good price rises still in him. And if you can make it, if you can somehow chance it to a straight sideways to Nath in two weeks' time, and you've already got Paps, who's pulling out 75 average or something like that, in the front row, just beastly numbers, I reckon you're more solid overall. You got a better reason than that or anything? Um, I kind of do, I think. I don't know. It'll be a piece of reference, but... They're both they're, they're both trades pretty much in the same situation. Gilbert and Moses pretty much at their top price now. Cleary and IPAP are probably at their bottom-ish price now. They're not going to get any dearer. 
or cheap, sorry. So you just got to think who's going to score, outscore who until you can get the other one in. So if it's going to be a month or whatever until you can get the other one in, is IPAP going to outscore Nath that month or is Nath going to outscore IPAP for that month? And I think Nath oh, wins man. that conversation. Yeah, but, but that's... I see your point too where you've got Moses' points there on top of IPAP's points. And I think that's, out, what you've got to, that's what you've got to That's what you've got to put in the equation. And that's what, you know what I mean? Like, because if you're swapping Moses to Cleary, then you... You're well, playing okay. Gilbert. You're really looking at the points differential yeah, between totally Moses agree. and Cleary Ready? and between then... Spanner in the works, right? <laughs> Spanner in the works. You buy a knife, he turns up. He turns up the next three rounds, 120s all the way. Moses pulls 90s, but Nafe's always your captain. So you're getting double points. So you're up 180. You know what I mean? So bang, you're up automatic, massive points. But it wouldn't surprise me if IPAP outscored Tom Gilbert by 180 points over the next three. But I suppose it depends too if he's playing Tom Gilbert. If Tom Gilbert's not in his side at all and he's still got another great person scoring 50, 60 or whatever... Well, then I think, well, I, don't, I see it's a tough one. It really is. I think that's almost another flip coin option. Yeah. All right. We're going um, to leave you posted, Greg. No. All right. I just got uh, some sneaky from Roscoe. He says apparently Cooler is out due to HIA protocols. Ah, there you go. That's rare. Short turnaround. I oh, think they yeah. mentioned it the no. other night that he'd be out because short turnaround. No, right. it was Dale. Oh, oh Dale. Yeah. Finu yeah. Kane. I have a, speaking of Roscoe, our friend Ross has sent a question in. <laughs> I keep saying to hold Teddy because he will come good. Do we all think it's time to let go? Bergs don't. Oh, yeah, we Berg's a bit this. thick, but he's not the smartest. Um, but, yeah, it seems to be the, the ideal thing to do this week, Roscoe. You got any more over there, or am I just going? Um, I do have one. Uh do you want me to go while you get it nah, ready? Sean O'Vera says, wants to show, share his thoughts on the never trade a gun. Um, he said, last season he worked out a couple of times uh, on trading out a gun whose dollars were dropping as well as points for another uh, gun with a, a similar BE for a month or so. And it helped him make massive, massive moves and gain ground into the top 1,000. Um so for him this year, Teddy was gone for Heinz four weeks ago, and it's helped him go from sixteen thousand up to fifteen hundred. Don't you fucking text me before you do <laughs> shit, Sean, and that. So <laughs> good the, on you, man. But that's what he's saying. The whole thing of his never trade a gun is out because, to be honest, if I'm holding on to Teddy, waiting for him to pop, I mean, I could have been on Nico the whole time for the same price, in fact, less. Yeah, made money. And then if Nico starts dropping down, maybe I can straight swipe sideways drop uh, yeah, swap him back. 150 points or whatever he's in front of Teddy by now. Well, that's, that's what I mean. Each Well, almost each week sometimes. Jesus. Nico's piling him on. Teddy's just not. So Yeah, well, we kind of touched on that a bit earlier. I don't remember what it was, but we touched on it. Yeah. Oh. Check, check back. Um, <laughs> no, well, we did um, the... All right, Cade Burgess. Thoughts on stags? Is it chasing points? Yes. Um, also, going... Oh, wait there. Nah, seriously, stags. I don't think stags is chasing points. Stags is a solid option. We've been waiting for him to warm up, and he's clicked into gear the last couple of weeks. He's looking good. 
Alright, okay, he's got 200 bucks in his salary cap. Okay? So, it means he can go Moses to Cleary, Ilias to Lee Tamari Martin, Josh King to Stags via Targo. Thoughts, is it worth draining the bank? Or is Targo peaked? I don't think tar- I don't think Targo's peaked personally. I think Targo I'm gonna just leave Targo there by injury. He'll he'll play my whole year at Penrith. Yeah, I I, I can't see trading him out anytime soon. Um But Yeah, I'll get on stags, I think. I told everyone Two weeks ago, not three two. weeks ago. Don't get on Talakai, don't do it, rah rah. And he's ripped and teared and busted since, so I'm not going to be game enough not to tell anyone to jump on stags. Now, yeah. considering he's done it against Panthers and Melbourne in two consecutive weeks, turning up against those two teams, not many players in Supercoach history, I think, would have done that. No, no not against it, top tier sides no. like that, yeah. If he, can, if he can turn it on at will and he can do that against lower, sense, lower strength sides, yeah, he is. He's going to run amok, isn't he? Well, he's always had the potential to be that guy. He's so strong. You just can't yeah. tackle him. He's well, so he's, strong. He's kind of just like a 10 kilo less version of David Fafita. Yeah. Just faster. He can do the same shit. Oh, I don't know about that. I think he's faster. Plus, also back still with Cade, he's, pl- he's got 12 for round 13. What guys do you think is a great number to have for 13? I think you're nearly on it. Like having- yeah, I think 15's really solid. Not fast. Don't give a rat's ass about the two buy rounds. Together, well, it's only one round. Together, te- it's only one round. But technically, you should be men. With your position... Look, if I pull 800 points out of each round, then that's pulling out of 1,600. But if in, your, right. if, in the back of your, if in the back of your head, you really are gunning for that 50K... Burks, I'm not. Why not? Because 550 just, points no, off the front. I'm just playing not, super coach. Not only that, you can see... You listen to his theory, because, right, if you sacrifice your team now... And then in the middle, and you're sacrificing, say, 100, 150 points a week instead of having the top line because you, you're sacrificing to have those buy players. You're sacrificing 100, 150 points a week. Over six weeks, there's 900 to 1,000 points. And are you going to make those 900 to 1,000 points up in those two buy rounds where 700's a great score kind of thing or 900's a really good score? Hmm. Instead of taking a hit and maybe scoring five, well, for me, it's five hundred it, that round. It's four games per round, so the two rounds, it's the average, it's it's the two rounds put together makes one round score. So think about it. You pull out a sixteen hundred, you're cheering. If you're averaging twelve thirteens, but no, at this it, point it in does. the season, no, you can't look at it like that. Well, it does because it's only four it games. Does. Yeah, I understand that, you but, but, stack- you, but you've got. You've, Six, got the, you've got 16 players in those four games. Not like you've only got eight players or nine players in those four s- games where half your team's playing. Just because half the comp's playing doesn't mean half your team's playing. But, uh, yeah, it, but that's, what I'm, that's where the argument comes in, right, is the fact that you can either stack towards making sure that throughout that one round you use five, six, seven, eight, ten trades to you know, field a team of, yeah, 26 all up, right, or you go, nah, stuff it. I don't give a rat's ass anyway. I'm going to make my points up in those other weeks. I'm not going to waste my trades there. And I'm just going to ride it out. If I only field five players in that week, I don't give a rat's ass. Right? Okay, cool. I'll drop back down. But you know what? The next week, the week after, I'll keep coming straight back up again. 
That that's the way I'm looking at it because I don't want to be running out of trades come the end of the year, and if COVID isolation and stuff rips through my team at any point, then I'm in trouble and I've got to start making serious trades. Then yeah, I'll do it. But to be honest, with the way the protocols are at the moment, I don't even feel like that's ever going to happen. No, you're only getting a week. Most yeah, it's only you're only doing a week, week to week. Anyway, so. so. I really think they've given us these extra trades, and I think we're going to be fine with them. No, so no, I feel come winter time, shit's going to hit the fan. Well, see, I'm approaching two trades per week because I've got 35 left. We've got oh, 18, what, 18 weeks left in the competition. I've pretty much got two trades a week from here on out. That means I can't use a single boost from here on out. But you know what I mean? Like I can trade. I can max trade now from the rest of the season. Well, you know, especially if I hold off a few more weeks, I can max trade even with boosts whenever I choose to use them for the rest of the season. And I'd well, much rather be in that position. It's 17 weeks worth of trades. So I only 34. Yeah, well, that's it. Because you're 18 actually, weeks worth of the actual season, you're not trading us at a grand final. So There you go. So I'm already at that magic number. So, yeah, for me, I mean, I've saved so a few trades early. So you're going to finish the year of trades. Fuck. Yeah, if I don't start... Junkie and all, I'm going to finish trade with too, you too many trades. Can't have that. So, so, yeah. <laughs> no, well, look, I've still got four boosts up my sleeve, which means I could end up, if I use those four boosts, I then end up with three weeks uh, or three trades short, right? Yeah. Come the end of the year, which is a week and a half, maybe two, three weeks. So, yeah, but I mean, if I can manage to hold out for another couple of weeks, then that's it. I can junkie on each and every week. But do I need to? That's the thing which I keep looking at with my side this year. Is do I need to trade? Do I need to make a trade? Is it going to be beneficial to, to my team? That's it. There's no point in making a trade just for the sake of making a trade. That's it. And I can't see... One of the only trades I was ever considering was getting rid of Defeat to generate some cash to maybe move to Heinz because I wasn't looking at getting rid of Teddy. I was waiting to see if he was going to pop. fucking cheering you didn't cause right? he's because he's turned now, up last two weeks. Now he's found form, I mean? which I'm really just hoping Teddy does as well. But I think Teddy's going to be gone for Heinz this week. Um... Which no, I can see that doesn't give me cleary money. Teddy's got to go for TAF to give me cleary money. It's a tough decision, boys. Tough decision. It is. All right, David Stons. Team's fucked. Not ripping it apart for Cleary though. Thoughts on these trades? He is trading out Bo Fermore, Xavier Coates, and Josh King for Hamoli Olakawatu, Joseph Suwali, and Isaiah Yo. Connor, I know you're a bit yeah on Isaiah Yo. Yeah, <clears throat> nice safe option. Yeah, solid. Going to play but Origin. Pretty much what you got on the weekend is the biggest you're going to get out of him. Yeah, well, he's never going to bust you out of one forty or maybe possibly even a one twenty. Well, I don't see that in his AEO. Yeah, I can see a hundred pretty much being his top of the line, blind great game kind of thing. So yeah, like I can Olakuatu's good trade in. Well, on on in all honesty, I see Olakwatu and Yo finishing the season at very similar averages, just getting there the complete opposite way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo's going to chug out those solid points every week, where Olakwatu is going to be the SJ roller coaster. I've done both. Yeah, have I to s- ride it. Started with Olakwatu, bought in Yo last week, which I think both you guys were saying I probably shouldn't do. It's a bit of a sideways trade. He's not going to end up pulling out an eighty-seven, so I'm not complaining. Um, he's, he's only just you know putting out more and more points, especially in that lead up to Origin, that first Origin. As you he guys plays all know, Origin, but it's a drama. It is a drama, and it's a bit annoying. But like I said, I'm not too fussed with Origin and Bice this year. Seen a little ones do. Yeah, that's it. And I'd much rather have my team stacked with the Origin players that 
we know are just amazing and come back from origin just on another level, Teddy. <laughs> then I would um, be rushing to try and get those guys in. My only issue is, are they going to be rested here and there, which you don't really know in advance, so which makes it really hard to plan for. Uh, and that's where I might do some sideways trading, especially if I've got the trades to burn throughout the year. That's when I'll start doing my sideways trades. Are you, what are you looking at over there? Oh, I'm just just keeping a track of Ozzy's minutes. Yeah, because I know he's playing 80 while Nate wasn't there. But yeah, in the last two weeks, 57 and 75. 75 is close enough to 80. Yeah, yeah. That. that's a whole game. 75 Cons- for 87 too. Cons- yeah, considering they're so far ahead as well. So so pull the trigger on them trades. You say yes because you have. Yeah, man, I've got them both. I I like them both. If I if I had the extra twenty k, I'd go low low over yo. Yeah, fuck yeah. He's got twenty eight thousand four hundred. Yeah, I'd go low low over yo personally. Does he not already have low low like that? I've already got low low. Don't know, but if he doesn't do that, do that, David. All right, Ross, man, can we start again? No, Ross, we all have to deal with poor decisions. Oh, can't we, please? (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. We all have to deal with our own poor decisions. We just have to deal with it. It's what makes the man. Um, <laughs> you got any more over there or am I keep going? No, you keep going. Chris Prince, J. King, Schneider, Moses or Hines, Tololo, Tafe and Cleary. Is it worth using my third boost And for, for this? And which one to trade for Cleary, Hines or Moses? Oh, tough one. I'd probably say Moses because we expect Moses to go down. They're both goal-kicking, controlling halves. But I think, well, see if Sharks already had a good run. No, Sharks, they've, they've, I think they only played Penrith. I think it was. That's the only top team in the next eight games or something. Yeah. Until it, like they've, round 16, they've got a pretty sweet draw from here on out. I'd, I'd sell Moses if you if that's for you. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Jump on Hines. He's just... Killing it every week. Well, except for last week. All right. Dean Lawson trading out Teddy this week for Taft to free up the cash to buy Cleary next week. What are your thoughts on trading Furmore to either McInnes, Cotter, or New Corre? Um, well, Brad Smith would tell you to jump on Cotter. Yeah, he would, actually. And he's not a bad shout, Cotter. Everyone's been saying jump on Cotter for the last three weeks and he hasn't gone over 55, has he? Don't know. Well, I, I don't do it. Yeah. Everyone's been trying to steer everyone into Cotter. Don't do it. Right? Who are you jumping on? McInnes or Nick Corey out of them? None of them. <laughs> well, we didn't ask for anyone fucking else. McInnes looked really good NRL was playing in the back row on the weekend. And he scored a 41. Nick oh, Corey's yeah. not playing this weekend. So rule him out. And so keep firm or? Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose that's the best of a bad bunch, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, Dino, bro. I hope we helped somewhere in there. Um, Chris Irwin, out. Pappy, Panasini, nope. Billy Smith, Inns, Nafe, Snat Stags, second row, Nuff. Nope. Nah. Crazy trying to be a roulette. Am I crazy trying to play BE roulette with Pappy with a bad ankle? Yep. I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Final question from our fucking favourite, Saxy. <laughs> Is it a bad move? Ready? Trading out Josh King, 
Jack Bird, James Tedesco for IPAP, Val Holmes, and Taft. It's just Taft. There's no T at the end of it. Um, <coughs> what is it? Just Taft. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, bud. Just couldn't keep doing it. I like um, it my way. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it sound fancy. I like it. What, Taft? <laughs> oh, sorry. He's doing it. He's doing Oh, yeah, he's got you in here. You can see. Look, man, Val looks good, but you're going to lose him for Origin as well. You're going to lose Cleary for Origin, but I can't go against it. Seems crazy. Oh, look, Val Holmes looked fucking great in the centres. Queensland's cheering. Oh, no, who was the other one he said? IPAP. IPAP. Oh, I wouldn't say no to IPAP. At all. You can't say no to IPAP. Yeah, right? I think he's a must-have. I think you've just got to get him in your side. We didn't think he was going to repeat what he did last year, and he's just come out and just picked up where he left off. It's been insane. Val Holmes just keeps getting better and better at centre, too. Like, yeah, I didn't does. think he was going to do any good there at all. No, to be, some good footy. To be honest, and it's fucking made Queensland's job easy. He's ain't got shit. He's got shit centres, and he's just... Mm-hmm. you got gags. Gags fucking been to probably the best... Yeah, you play the other but side. What, what you do yeah, have now is you've got Felt and... Hammer. Hammer played awesome last year. He only yeah, got a chance, but he took that chance with both hands and didn't let anyone down. You know what we're like. We pick and stick, mate. Yeah. We're loyal buggers. Not anymore, Billy Zane, yeah. And then also, if we haven't started yet, can someone tell Con please clear his throat? I did Saxy a couple of times just and, for you, any my friend. Oh, got it already. Yeah, we done them. Sweet ass. Well, there's Chris. nothing in the lives. We've got nothing happening. No, not really. No, I'm rolling them. Chris Maxfield saying, get Lukey. David Stones already has Lolo. No, there was not, wasn't a heap of, bunch, uh, heap of questions this week. Now, just quickly, while we're, are we just meandering now? Go, mate. No, we're not meandering. We're Lead rap- us on a funny tangent. <laughs> yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, we're wrapping up. Chris Maxfield, though. <laughs> Chris Maxfield says, Josh King for IPAP or Teddy for Cleary? Well, you're all going Teddy to... I'd go Teddy to Cleary, I would. I'd probably go King for IPAP. Yeah? Which King? Josh King. Josh King. Melbourne. Uh, uh, it was in the question. Bergs, listen. <laughs> I'll do... I'll do <laughs> yeah. Depends who my other halfback was. All right. Thanks, Bergs. If it was Mitch Moses who's chugging along, we saw it about earlier, chugging along at 80, I'd go IPAP. You know. I'm assuming it's Hines, and that's how he's getting to oh, yeah. Cleary. Now, just quickly, we have <coughs> tried to find a way to like link our things with the uh, the Discord people. We're going to find a way to do that. So if any of you know how to do that, get in contact <laughs> with me, because I've got no idea. <laughs> um, also, just want to shout out what the boys. Do you need to send out the URL. I don't know. But just want to shout out the boys at Discord. They put in some big work for us with the website and that. Check out the website, uh, supercoach360.com. Um, well, the boys, I haven't done a write-up in weeks. Sorry, <laughs> you're not missing much. But um, I'll try to put one out this week. You should have said you're welcome instead of sorry. <laughs> well, no, you never know. Someone out there probably can't I'm read likes and pictures. You don't write-ups good. I like him, aren't but, you? Um, yeah, so... I just want to thank all the boys that do write-ups for us as well. Like, you're all fucking legends, man. Like, we we appreciate it. Like, I'm sure I know some of the super coaches out there appreciate it because I get messages about it. And, um, yeah, thanks. Alrighty.
Well, I think that's us for the week. Um, thank you very much for watching, listening, however you enjoy us, for enjoying us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, good luck in round seven. We will see you next week. Stay Sleep coaching. tight, coaches. Peace.